whatever level your copy is, there's a supply and demand for that in the market. Wish I did this, but I didn't do this, was to join free groups on Facebook. And we increased conversions by 80%, like overnight. Keep charging your charging or charge more. When you can manage the list, you're literally inside the business. What we're really selling is always an emotion. You're not selling a product, you're selling an emotion. The feedback initially was priceless. That's it, it was just like connecting a couple of dots that were like in front of our faces. Being a copywriter these days has become synonymous with making money, freedom, and a flexible schedule. But what does it really take to be a successful copywriter? What are the steps that you need to take to make copywriting go from a side gig to living the life of a digital nomad, having the money and the freedom you craved when you started this journey? In order to be a successful copywriter that makes money, you need way more than writing skills. You need to know how to market your skills to the right people so you can get high paying jobs. You need to network and grow your circle so you can get feedback and get better at your craft. You also need to know how to research and find topics that will give you the right hooks for your copy. There's Facebook groups, courses, and masterminds that can help. On today's episode of Uncensored Direct Marketing, I have some of the highest paid copywriters and offer owners share their secrets on how they got started and how they are now living the life that many of us dream. People like Andrew Concheras, who made millions of dollars by writing the best-selling Christian diet offer, The Shepherd's Diet, or Chris Haddad, who was running some of ClickBank's best-selling offers for years, Troy Erickson, who perfected email copy to now become one of the most sought-after list managers. Getting mentored by one of these experts would cost you thousands. Some of them don't even mentor anybody, to be honest. So don't miss this episode to hear how some of the best copywriters make money and how they went from zero to the riches and the freedom that they have today. If you check out the show notes below, I have full length episodes with each of the experts featured on today's episode. So please check it out and don't forget to like, subscribe and share. If I was a decent copywriter and um, I had a hundred bucks in my bank account and I needed clients, um, if I was 100% confident and I knew I had like people who I knew were knowledgeable telling me my copy is really good, I'd be I'd be just asking those people, hey, do you have any copy I can do for free? And then um, and then I would do them. I would be I would literally be their like be their coffee bitch, whatever they wanted. <laughs> I would do just to learn from them, and then usually a job would materialize out of that. But if not, I would just start showing my copy to people. I'd go to an event. Um, maybe I'd go into debt a little bit. That's okay. Um, I would uh, cold email. I would uh, reach out to people wherever. And, um, you know, the cream will rise to the top. Your income will go to whatever the market dubs it should be. What I mean by that is like whatever level your copy is, there's a supply and demand for that in the market. Wish I did this, but I didn't do this was to join free groups on Facebook. So that would be the first thing because that would help you network with the, with the right people. And by right people, I just mean people that are generally wanting to work with you that aren't trying to screw you over or aren't sleazy uh, and by joining these groups you'll be able to you'll 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 notice it you'll know which groups are better than others uh which community is healthier uh, some communities are, are toxic like some some are some are very very toxic how to get men and women emotionally involved i had written a letter at the time called power for home that, yeah. and my client, Chris Fox, when he came to me, he had this letter, it was doing okay. And he offered me a piece of the offer, uh, a small percentage of the offer in exchange for rewriting it. I rewrote it in a day and a half, basically put it out. And we increased conversions by 80%, like overnight. And the way I did that 
was by making it by, by making it about a story. Like it went from being about here's how you can save money on your power to about a guy who was protecting his family, basically, like protecting his family from uh, you know being at the the mercy of basically of the power companies and America's crumbling power grid and all that stuff. And there's a line in there. Uh, where the story starts, where it goes something along the lines of like, if you're a man or even or even just have a heart, I know you can imagine the terror and the shame that I felt when my beautiful five-year-old daughter walked into the room, her lips almost blue and said, daddy, I'm cold. And you know, the, the guy, the electrician we're talking about was like 50, he has kids. I wasn't 50. I don't have kids even now. But for guys, that primal feeling of wanting to protect your family and protect the women in your life, protect the people in your life is just there right? From an evolutionary yeah, sure. psychology standpoint, it's just there. What would one have to do to kind of really get into the, 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 the emotional part of a story? Like, I think it's just about understanding people more than anything else. I read a lot of books about psychology. I read a lot of fiction books. Um, and I've always just been really interested in people. And part of that, I think, is the bipolar thing, right? So when you're bipolar, you feel emotions very, very powerfully. But when you're triggered in some way, when you're hypomanic, you have like no empathy right? No empathy whatsoever. It's all about yeah. you. It's all about you. It's all about you. And when I was in those states, I kind of had to like, like people almost become kind of alien to you at a certain point. So you have to kind of study them from a remove in a weird sort of way. And I think it gives you more insight into people. Yeah. There was just a thread about it too. Somebody who was sharing how they had a, a potential client who had um, been basically, you know, like uh, you're charging too much. Like, I'll, you know, I can pay other people different amounts of money and, and People were coming in right away, like you're like fuck that guy, you know. But, uh, but I, and I put a response. I'm like, you know, I'm like, well, if you have like the track record and the case studies, and you're like a proven writer, then yeah, like fuck that guy, and like uh, keep charging. We were charging, you know, or charge more. I was like, but if you don't, then be way less worried about what you're being paid today, and be like way more worried about you know getting wins, right? Like and 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 gain experience and just getting wins for clients. I think that's the part where people. Some people skip it. A regular copywriter is just somebody who can write any type of copy. Um, so whether that's for ads uh, or in the most simplest form, a blog. Uh, but for most of the time, it's like sales copy, landing pages, sales letters, things like that, uh, video sales letters. And then email copy, of course, is its own whole different animal. So instead of um, just trying to be a copywriter or an email copywriter in general, I kind of teach a lot of my students in one of my programs how to go from an email copywriter to an email list manager, because I feel like that's even the next step. Because if you're just writing emails and sending out Google Docs, you're somewhat replaceable um, and you're not really seen as a strategist by your clients. But um, when you can manage the list, you're literally inside the business and you are operating the heart of the business uh, with the email list. Um, I want to see energy in their copy. I want to see ideas in it. And I'll, ideally, for me personally, I want to see uh, emotional intelligence in it as well. I want to see that they understand. Because again, all marketing to me is emotional. You're never, again, I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't selling save money on power. I was selling be the man that you always wanted to be and protect your family. I want people to understand how to make that kind of transformation, who understand that what we're really selling is always an emotion. You're not selling a product, you're selling an emotion, a feeling of having accomplished something, a feeling of pride, a feeling of success, whatever it is. And also just, you know, um, I'm thinking of one person in particular, I read uh, their stuff and just thought, hey, this person is a good, actually a good writer who could actually right. write some really cool stuff. So and then I, we just started researching online and I found this whole story about Dr. Sula Bonet, who was an etymologist, uh, she studied languages. And um, she wrote a book like 100 years ago that pretty much proved that cannabis was used in biblical times. So I said, well, this 
the conservative market, you know, they need a justification, right? This is hot, it's new, it's trending, and this market is untapped and they need a justification. Let's, you know, create a pitch around that idea. So that's kind of, that's it. It was just like connecting a couple of dots that were like in front of our faces. The reason that you've reached the conclusions that you've reached is that you've had, you know, certain experiences that have led you to that conclusion, whatever it is, whether you've learned certain things, noticed certain things, spoken to certain people, whatever it is, you've, you didn't come to this belief out of nowhere. And so one way of looking at marketing is taking your prospects through an abbreviated, accelerated version of that so that they can come to the same conclusion. So that's like one thought that I, I've had ever since we had that conversation. And actually, I've used that when I'm teaching marketing sometimes to, um, to people who are brand new, like it's a good way for them to start thinking about it. If I'm writing to Americans these days, um, like writing American copy, uh, a word that I used to love using all the time is, you know, this this program, this product, this whatever trumps everything else on the market. I don't use the word Trump anymore because as soon as you use the word Trump, Trump is like a, a word a copy liability in the fact that you can't control the emotional um, imagery that that person has just gone on. Like oh, wow. some people love him, some people hate him. It doesn't matter. I just avoid the word because I can't control at that moment the, the imagery and the the emotional thought that the person or the emotional experience that they're having linked to that word. So the feedback initially was priceless because you don't know what you don't know. Right. Like, so, yeah, you know, exactly. you've seen like other people at the time I saw like these, these copywriters, you know, that were, you know, some, it's kind of funny. Like the, at the time there was like guys, like I think Chris Adad were kind of like some names you would hear like, Oh, he's a great copywriter, blah, blah. blah. And you know, um, and I was like, wow, how do I get to that level? And it's like, well, coaches, um, which yeah. is another side note. It's funny. Like nowadays, like I'm, we're, I'm partnered with the dad on something. So it's interesting to see it kind of come full circle. I was like looking up to him and now we're like working together. It's kind of cool. There's a lot of resources out there on how to get better at copywriting, what groups to join, how to get information and so forth. What I've done is I've interviewed each of the people that are featured on my episode today. And I have a full length episode with each of them that you can check out in the show notes below. This will fast track you into getting the information from the real experts. So don't miss it. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and please don't forget to like subscribe and share for more amazing content. Have yourself a great day. Hope you found today's session valuable. If you have any questions for me or just want to connect, please feel free to visit my website, mariasparagis.com. That's M-A-R-I-A-S-P-A-R-A-G-I-S.com. I'd love to hear what you're working on. So drop me a line on any hot button issues your business is experiencing. And remember, don't worry about failure. You only have to be right once. 